Welcome to the Christology Podcast, Jesus at the Center. My name is Minister Ty, and I'm here with Super Dave. How are ah, you doing? <laughs> doing great. It's so good to be back with you. Awesome. Listen, man, we took a, uh, I took a week off, man. I've been I'm dealing with a lot of uh, ministry engagements, man. You know, just being there, uh, helping people, and just doing what God's called me to do. However, um, I'm back, man. I love being here in the Dave Cave <laughs> with Dave Nielsen here. We're going to talk about the Spirit of God and living this life. Look, living this daily life for God, and it's important that everybody knows, like, man, God, God, God loves you, and he considers you so precious, and you need to know that. And uh, what I want to convey to you today before we start our message is, like, man, keep going. Keep going with God because God has something so special for you, but it's going to take you to trust him. I believe that, and it's worth it what you just said. It's worth it. It's a matter of stepping up and, and taking God at his word and trying because I, you know, when I first met you, I, you, you spoke like this, and it's real, and I was like, as I, as I realized that you were being a real person and saying this, mm -hmm. I wasn't really doing it, so I need to lean into Jesus and yeah. are you real mm -hmm. Jesus I need to know and he is things are changing man life is good and putting God to the test I'm broadcasting this on my uh, Facebook live with on my ministry page and I just want those to know like man uh, trust in God God has something special for you and we can we can't say it enough there's a song that says that Lakewood Church sings every day with you Lord is sweeter than the day before and why every day is so sweet is because you're continuing in God. God says, if you're my disciples, uh, you're my disciples indeed if you continue in my word. If you continue in my word, you are my disciples indeed, then you're going to know the truth or you're going to become acquainted with the truth. And the truth is going to make you free. Make you free. And the, the key to that word is continuing in God's word. Every yeah. day is sweeter than the day before yeah. because I'm giving you the glory every day. So let's, uh, let's pray. And then we're going to get right into the lesson and the manuscript that Dave, uh, Dave comes up with these scripts, man. I'm telling you, he sends them to me. And I'm like, wow, that's... Uh, that's powerful. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord. We're full of thanksgiving, God. We know, Lord, that with you all things are possible, Lord. We know that we're washed, we're sanctified, and we're cleansed and justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. So we don't hold, to, hold on to our past today. But, Lord, we move forward in you, God, knowing that you are the author and the finisher of our faith, Lord. So we give you all praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Ty. I want to add what you said before that. I want to just be brutally honest and open with this audience. That's it, what we it, do. Yeah. It wasn't. It's not always like this for me. Like I hear, you know, every day is sweeter than the next. I just want to say for more, more of my life than I'm proud to say, I didn't believe that or it mm. just seemed like fluff mm -hmm. to me and it's not real or it's for them and not me. But, mm -hmm. but it's, yet still I'm like, why are they saying it? And then I meet you and Antoine and your families and it's like, there's just something there. Not just you, you know, but yeah. you guys, but there's something there. And I, so I try it for myself and I just, I start saying things like that Yeah. and in prayer and in my reading and something changes. So, and I think that we're at the point in life where we have to truly 
recognize God as God. I think we're at there. We're at this point now. I think that there's a dispensation in this earth right now where God's wanting people to test him. Try me. You know, you're going through these situations. There's something in your life that you're going through and you're saying, man, I wish, man, I'm, I'm content. I know God is God. And I know I'm going to be okay. But God's saying, I want to give you the desires of your heart and I'm requiring you to walk by faith and not by sight. And I'm figuring out, I'm, I'm, look, I'm working on a lot of projects. I'm working on a specific project that's going to require my faith. I can't see it. But we know, like the Bible says, eye has not seen, nor ear has heard. So that means that if you, if if you want to believe God for something, it's not important that you actually see it because it's God who's going to bring that about. Activate your faith. Yeah. And if you can see it, hmm. why have faith? Why hope for something that you can see? Right. That's what the Bible says. But let's get into our lesson. Yeah, the way there is, uh, well, a good starting point, entry point, is the idea of humility. And this episode is called The Wages of Humility. We hear a lot, or you've probably heard, the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. The wages of humility are honor and riches. Mm. Uh, It says in Proverbs 22.4. And humility, I just, there are so many uh, titles for this episode. Humble Swagger is one that we've talked about in with Antoine. Um, humble swagger in that order. Okay, Jesus had humble swagger. He knew who he was. We're going to get into exactly who he was here in Scripture. He was humble, but he also had authority mm-hmm. for who he was, and we can and should do that too. Um, so humility, as I, I finally saw a, a, uh, a definition of it, trusting God and others with your life. And at first, that doesn't sound like humility, but think it through, mm-hmm. run it to ground, trusting God in others. If we're doing that, if I'm trusting God in you and my Trusting my friend, God in others, you're yeah. saying, not and, and uh, trusting God in others. And, no, and others. And others. Other people, not every, you know, but <laughs> there's levels, but mm-hmm. trusting with, with our lives and everything we do in our lives. So what mm. happens is we're putting God to the test, like you just said. If I'm trusting Him and others... I'm living in faith. Exactly. I think that's so powerful. I think, man, that's a, that's a good jumping point. It is that humility is trusting God and others. I want to focus on trusting God first. Like, look, you know um, that God has your best interest at heart. And if you know that God has your best interest at heart, it's important that you trust him. Put your trust in God. Trust in God with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. That scripture, there's something powerful in that scripture that means that my own understanding is adverse to what I'm hoping for and what God is saying I can do for your life. So it's, it's important that you find humility by disregarding your own understanding and trusting in God. I think, I think that's awesome. But yeah. also I think, Trusting in others, that, that's, that's next level. That's next level. You know, I trust Dave here. We've been around each other enough. But sometimes you got to trust your, your boss. You got to trust, you know, your coworkers. You got to trust your, your, your spouse, your yeah. kids. Yeah. Wow, that's a powerful one. Yeah. You know, my daughter's in college right now. I got to trust her. Yeah. I got to trust that she's doing the best thing out there. My son's in college. I always say my daughter, my daughter and my son. It's like I trust my boy, you know, but my girl, don't touch her, you know. But it's important that we trust others, especially our kids, because if we are praying for them. I said this in in a message. I posted it on my Facebook. Like, 
if you're putting, if you're doing what God's called you to do, if you're trusting in God, it's important that you start to focus your concern towards others because God truly has you. If you trust in God, God says, if you do my words, if you follow my commandments, me and the Father would make our abode in you. That's humility. Mm-hmm. But we'll make our abode in you. And what's going to happen after that is that we're going to take care of you. So why are you worried about yourself? It's important that you are concerned for others. You're concerned about the, the delivery of the gospel of Jesus Christ when it comes to the nations, when it comes to the people in your AOR, your area of responsibility. And that will happen in, in, in the right way, in, in the way that is you when you're leaning into God. My daughter, you know, sometimes she's 18. I'm like, are you, are you there? <laughs> are you here? Like at church, did you hear what? That was pretty cool what the pastor just said, mm. right? Or, you know, are you, have you prayed? And she's like, yes, Dad, I'm doing it in my own way. So I need to, at that point, <laughs> back off and realize that she is developing her relationship with the Lord in her own way, and that's how it should be. Yes, yes, awesome. Humility is the fear of the Lord. There's a proverb that says this. Mm-hmm. Its wages are riches and honor and life. Humility is the fear of the Lord. It's tied to wisdom. You know, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Mm. The fear of the Lord means an, an awe and a respect and a growing realization of who he is. And this is success. This is the definition of success. The progressive realization of God's will for you in your life. Progressive realization. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me. That's what Jesus says. And a lot of people take that. They don't take that literal. They take it as a figurative uh metaphysical thing right. like learn of christ that means um look in the, look at the stars look at the amazement mm. the amazing glory of the magnificent majesty of of the father and of jesus christ but god is saying jesus is saying no just learn, learn the basics about how i treated people yeah. love what i learn what i stood for learn what i was against mm-hmm. but learn what i was for and you're going to find out that God is for you. Mm-hmm. He's not against you. Right. He sent his son Jesus because he's for you. The Bible says that we're born in iniquity. I want everybody to focus. Don't focus on your sin. Focus on the creator who has redeemed you from your sins. And that's part of humility, too, just to know that, look, it is, what did you say, a progressive what? Progressive realization of progressive God's Progressive realization. That God has your back. Yeah. And not even if you just messed up, God says, come to me. Yeah. It says, if you confess your sins, I'm faithful. I'm just to forgive you of your sins. And not only that, I'm going to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Right. So you can still be used. In fact, I, I need to be me. And with God at the same time, it's okay. He made us, our yes. brains to be us. So yes. be you with God along. Now, and this is in contrast to there is a way that appears to be right, but mm. in the end, it leads to death. <laughs> now, these are two Proverbs say the exact same thing. Um, that's the, the other road there um, that I've certainly tried, Todd, you've tried. and Yes. But the point is, is that we can be us and serve God, and it's option C. We always see A or B, there's option C. And humility isn't weakness. 
Mm-mm. It's not weakness. N.T. Wright calls it a new way of being human, because nice. in the first century, you know, the new church, nobody acted like this or thought to act like this. And Ty's going to read the the Christ hymn from Philippians two. This is the a mini gospel. It's so yes. awesome. Philippians two. We're going verse five through eleven. Correct. Yeah. All right. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wow, there is so much there, but I just want to say this. So Jesus did this not in spite of being equal with God, not, okay, well... Even though I'm God, I'm going to come down and do this. He did it because he was, is the son of God. Mm-hmm. I'm the son of God. I am, you know, in, of the of very nature God. Okay, this gets into the creeds. He is one with God in the Holy Spirit. He humbled himself. He came down and he walked among men mm-hmm. because he was God. Not, oh, I'm going to do this just this one time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a different kind, a different way of being human. And not just hum- human, it's a different way of being humble. It yeah. goes back to the title, The Wages of Humility, A New Way of Being Human. I think that's, I think that's so awesome. And then we get into, man, we get into the let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. goes back to that scripture. Take my yoke and learn of me, for yeah. my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let's learn about the way Christ lived. Jesus says that the servant is never going to be above the master, which means we got to do what Jesus did in order to be to, to be how he was. You know, a lot of people think just because, you know, I'm a Christian, I can say the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Yes, that is true. But you must be acquainted with the name. You must have a working knowledge of who Jesus is. But at the end of the day, it's progressive. It's progressive. We will never learn yeah. everything there is to know about God. It just came to my mind how when when he was with Pilate and when he was with the, the high priest, how boss he was, how in mm-hmm. control he was. You know, just he didn't say anything to the high priest because he knew that they were yeah. just trying to trap. He didn't have That's any. right. He didn't say nothing to Herod either. Yep. You know, Herod was trying to say, hey, I've been waiting to see yeah. you. Yeah, tell me something cool. Yeah. And And with Pilate... He did engage. He did. Sure did. Yeah. What is the truth? And he put Pilate on his heels. Like, wait. Yeah. What is truth? I think that's awesome. A lot of, you know, in the old, you know, a lot of preaching says, you know, Jesus didn't answer when he asked what was truth because Pilate was looking at truth. Like, oof. (laughs) Remember this. Truth is a person. Yep. Yeah. Truth is a person. That's Jesus Christ. And that's what this whole podcast and that's what the whole message is, man. Don't get caught into listening to doctrine that's uplifting a man that that's uplifting men Mm -hmm. over Jesus. 
Jesus is the way. Jesus is a sinner. Jesus is a circumference. Jesus is our all in all. It's all about Jesus. And no matter where we go and what we do and how far this podcast goes, how far our ministry goes, if it goes across the seas, if it reaches every every country, if it reaches every person that they're saying, oh, my God, Ty and Dave, you're so amazing. It's like, no, Jesus is amazing. If you knew where I come from, you know, if you knew the struggles that I went through when I was unacceptable, when I was ugly, Mm. when I was not serving God like I should, when I was stuck in in the bondage of sin, God's called me to preach his word. So even then, yeah. So I turned my life to Christ and I realized like, yeah, you want to talk about humility. That's that's not, that's a no brainer. (laughs) Yeah. And and we don't have the answers. We don't know a thing. We know Jesus though. We do know Jesus. We know he has and is the answer because we know because it works because you're almost 50. I'm 52. We've lived some life. Please live, please, please give him a try. And I'm almost 44. So I'm not almost 50. You say I'm almost 45. Okay. Well, together, we're almost 100. Ooh, you scared me. Almost 50. I was like, oh my God, am I? It's coming. <laughs> All right, let's go forward. Man, oof, that scared me. Almost but 50. Our experiences are a gateway. They're not the thing itself. They're a gateway to the real thing. And the real thing is Jesus and, and God. We get to God through Jesus. So thinking about this time, man, I... It's like, I think Jesus actually made it easy for us by being so straightforward, by declaring many times and in various ways that he and the Father are one. He just, he said it. Mm. He leaves us with just one primary thought or question to consider, who do you say that I am? Mm. This is the most important question, thought process, and decision in anyone's life. Indeed, I think this is the beginning of the ground we can walk on to actually answer the question, what is the meaning of life? Mm. We, we know. Those are great. Those are there are great questions in the Bible, and this is one of the one of the greatest questions. Who do you say? Who do you say I am? There's a lot of there's a lot of answers. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things. Uh, scientific the scientific process, the scientific method. There's all types of things that in life that would that can show you a uh, that can tickle tickle your imagination. You know, some say you know when Jesus. First, his first question before then was, who do men say that I am? And they said, some say you're John the Baptist. It's like, what? Oh, that's right. That's right. Some that's say right. that you're one of the prophets. Some say you're Elijah. He says, but who do you say I am? And Peter says, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And what's so amazing about that is Jesus' reply. Yeah. He says, uh, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you, but my father revealed that to you. And I goes, wait a minute. They seen you right. walk on water. They seen you heal the blind. And you said that that was still revealed by the Father. Yes, it was. The revelation for, of Christ is from heaven. Mm. If you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and you, you live your life accordingly, that means you've heard that revelation from the Father. And here's the thing. Jesus says, in essence, he says, Upon this rock, I will build my church. And I want you to understand that. It's not the rock. The word Peter uh, in the Greek is Petra, uh, which means a little pebble, a little stone. A lot of people think that he was saying to Peter, upon the rock of Peter, I'm going to build my church. But it was upon the rock, which is Petra, the boulder. 
Upon the rock, I will build my church. What rock was that? It was the revelation of Christ. The revelation that Jesus is the Christ is the rock which the whole church is built upon. It's that big of a deal. It's that big of a deal. Yeah. And, and, and what churches are trying to do is take Jesus out of the church. Don't, man, there's other ways. There's other ways. You know, even, you know, I, you know, I, I have a visitation from the Mormon people. These Mormon girls come to my church and we pull out the Bible and we talk about it. But the truth of the matter is they have a different rendition of who Jesus is. They won't say it because they're trying to get converts, but they have a different rendition of who Jesus is. And that if you don't believe that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin, if you don't believe that he lived a sinless life and he was born and he was born by the seed of God himself, you're not a Christian. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and this is not, look, I always say this, man, this is, not, I, I invite these Mormon, uh, the Mormon people into my home. We talk about the word. It's not that I don't want to argue with them. I'm not sitting there trying to argue with them. I just want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear where people are. I want to hear what they're thinking. And I think it's important that I, I pray for them and that they will come. They, that they're man, they're going door to door mm. doing this mission. And I'm like, man, keep on, keep on, keep on preaching yeah. the word of God. But we got to get people to, to right. understand. Not that I agree with them. Not that I agree with them. I'm not saying that. But Jesus is being preached. Same with these political issues nowadays that take a big leap. You know, the um, just everything going on, the, the pride stuff. Yeah. It's not, hmm. th that's not the issue. The people, we love yes. the people. Come on. Yeah. God, man, we just talked about that. I know the chosen is having that pride issue, and we didn't plan on talking about it, but it's <laughs> no. it's right in our face. Everybody, it's okay. you know, people are stepping up saying, wait, there was a pride flag in the chosen. I had to pray about it. I said, God, what do you think, man? What do you, how, how do we reply to something like this? And I, what I, man, what God is saying to me, what God said to me is like, Ty, I want to gather these people in from the L yeah. LGTB community. I want to gather them in and I want to hug them. Mm. I want to embrace them. I want to know how, I want to let them know how special they are. I want to let them know that I love them. But, Waving that flag. Sinison. 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 But I love you enough to say that. Yeah. I love you enough to say that. And I, I'm coming from a place where I was in deep sin. <laughs> so, you know, but God, I found a way. God found me and God restored me. Yep. So what I'm saying is my job is to love. I have my opinion. I don't think it was right to wave a flag because the Lord also showed me to wave a flag. You know, the first thing a foreign nation wants to do when they overcome someone is put their flag up. You know that. Yeah. They want to put their flag up. And take down the And others. take down yeah. the other flag. Yeah. So we know that's not, we know, but I don't blame that cameraman. It's sin. It's sin. I love that cameraman. And do, are we going to boycott the Chosen? You better not boycott my show. Look, keep on giving. I love the Chosen. I love Dallas Jenkins. I love Jonathan Rumi. This flag is under this cross, and this can come down at any time. That's Velcro. That is not mm -hmm. the thing. This is the thing. Nice. Yeah. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus, and I think the Chosen is doing a great job. Yeah. And so we, we support the Chosen. Yeah. We support that cameraman. We support the cast and their opinion. We support it. But what we don't support is sin. We don't support sin, right. and we don't support someone making a, trying to make a statement. We don't. Not somebody. We don't support the devil trying influencing someone to try to make a statement. To separate us. To separate. Bam. To separate us. Isolate. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. You want to separate us. Yeah. 
you nope. know. Nope. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, you know, Satan, Satan found Eve by herself and he isolated her mm-hmm. and he was able to say, hey, did God really say that? You know, so we must focus on that. Yeah, we're all together in the way back to humility. So this Christ hymn, scholars are um, not divided, but we don't know. Uh, Paul may or may not have wrote this. It, it was definitely sung in the church uh, in Greek, and it's just a mini gospel. Um, so you're saying, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're saying that this, I'm asking, this was a hymn? Yeah. Philippians 2, 5 to 11 yeah. was a hymn? I didn't it's know It's known as the Christ hymn. If you look in the Bible, it's how it's separated as, as poetry. Huh. And, you know, we could get into all that, but it's, you know, yep, it, it, it was a hymn. Oh, I can sing it right now. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's. <I'm> <laughs> uh, it's a mini gospel. That's awesome. The definition of humility, love, and moving faith with hope in sight. God becomes man and suffers, not in spite of being God Almighty, but because. Jesus gives the example of ultimate humility, not just lowering oneself, but being completely willing, trusting God completely. This is how we are to understand John 3.16. That's strong. Yeah. That's strong. The world tries to say that humility is just being is just being low by just allowing people to run all over you. Right. That's not humility, mm-hmm. man. Humility is knowing who you are in God yeah. and trusting in God. Sometimes humility is telling somebody, hey, back up, because they need to hear that. <laughs> Not just allowing people to run all over you. Someone needs to hear that today, I think. You've been, you've been considering your life as you've been considering yourself a humble person because you allow people to run all over you. But God is saying, no, I need your humbleness. Your humble, you being humble is stepping up and telling people, how the goodness of God, the grace of God, and even telling people to, allowing people to not run o- all over you and tell them the truth right. about how, how you feel. This plays out a lot in athletics. I keep thinking of Kobe Bryant. I don't know if he was a Christian or not, but you can be awesome and dominating in athletics. It's, mm-hmm. it's a mini, you mm-hmm. know, stage of life. Mm. Um, I'm a big Kobe fan. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you can tell somebody, no, man, I, have, I get up at 3.30 in the morning and, and practice, more than you. That's right. Because I care that much. You can humble swagger in that order. Nice. And I love that. I, I Man, who was that? Somebody. Man, I wish I remembered who it was. They said, at some time, was it? Kanye West says this. I was just thinking. He it. says that sometimes, at some time, Jordan had to be Jordan. Yeah. That's just the truth. At some time, you know, <laughs> you can say, oh, my God, Michael Jordan is so arrogant. Michael Jordan was humble. But at some time, even the humble have to hit the spotlight because yeah. they're called to be. He's right. Michael Jordan. Right. He says, okay, I've been passing the ball. We're losing. Just get out of my way. And I'm like, oh, that's arrogant. That's a, come on, man. You're not humble. No, I got to be Michael Jordan. We got to get about, rid of human, stand, human ways of looking at things, and we do that by leaning into God. Leaning into God. I love it. Every knee shall bow. Like, is mm-hmm. Jesus arrogant? No, Mm-mm. but it says in here, every knee is going to bow and everyone shall nice. every lip confess. He, oh, he's God. Yeah, He's God. He came, though, as a man, mm. went mm. to the cross as God. Yes, I love Thomas. When Thomas put his hand in that side, he said, my Lord and my God. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He realized, he said, you're God. You're God. Yeah. It's, it's just like <laughs> a little off subject. Uh, you know, I like the road to Emmaus story, how yeah. Jesus 
walked and they didn't know who he was. And all of a sudden he disappears right in front of them and they had to walk back to Jerusalem, seven yeah. and a half miles. He didn't, he vanished. He didn't take them with him. Yeah. They had, they had to walk. But at the end of the day, man, it was so like, I always say like, why didn't Jesus was saying the whole time I'm going to, I'm going to, in three days, I'm going to be raised from the dead. I was like, God, how they did? How didn't they know that you you were going to be raised from the dead? That you were going to wake up and get up? The truth of the matter is, Jesus was beaten so bad that people were like, they couldn't fathom it. They couldn't fathom. They'd say, Oh my God, it's not like we. I believe they would have nailed him to the cross and put him in a grave. They would have been like, Okay, in three days he's coming. But he was beat to a pulp. You know, he took on the stripes. He took on. I, I'm 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 writing a message on on, on shame. I'm going to be delivering a message to a rehabilitation facility in Greensboro, and it's a, it's going to be about how to live free of shame. Jesus did, just didn't die for our sins. Jesus took care of our shame, mm. our guilt, because look, Come on, Jesus man. was stripped naked. He was put. The soldiers came. They stripped him naked. They put the robe on him. They beat him with the reed. They put the crown of thorns on his head. They spit at him. They put him on the cross. People laughed. They jeered. They mocked him. You know, oh, let Elijah come save him. You know, they, they laughed. They mocked. So we don't have, he did that for us. And you need to know that. So don't carry shame. The word says in Romans 5, that if you put your trust, it says that if you put your hope in God, you will not be put to shame. It says that. So I, I, I challenge you to trust in God and put your hope in God and put your hope in your dreams through God. And God says, surely I won't put you to shame. And I don't care what you did. I don't care if you're ashamed. The woman at the well, she came with so much shame. God says, you know, I got a different water. And what I want to do, it, it ends up, she was, she was looking to fill her physical water pots, but she was truly the water pot that needed to be filled. Amen. And you do this in prayer. Ty just said, take this to God. We do, you do that in prayer, okay, um, with Scripture. Get in the Word, read. Yes. And then go into prayer and, and, you know, guard your steps as you go near the house of God. We come quietly on our knees, get some time, get alone with God. Um, and then, you know, talk to somebody at a church or, or who you trust. If, if you're not a Christian to, you know, sinner's prayer yeah, and, and come to know the Lord. It's, it's essential that, that, you know, knowing and, and that the world is trying to tell you like, look, as long as you got these principles of how to be a nice person, how to treat people right, that you are, uh, you're okay. But I'm telling you, Jesus is the way. Jesus says, I'm the way. You know, I love, uh, I just love uh, Jesus' conversation with the disciples. Sometimes the disciples seem like they're just so dumbfounded, but they have valid questions. In John 14, they did. he says, I'm going to prepare a place for you, and I, and I will come again, and I will receive you to myself, that where I am, you will be also. And where I'm going, you know the way. And Thomas was saying, hey, I don't know the way. <laughs> Tell us the way. What are you talking about? And Jesus says, I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. You can't get to the Father, God, but through and by me. Yeah. And everybody goes, yeah. wait a second. Uh, I don't know about that. You mean 
Jesus is the only way to God. Yes. Yes. And and what does that even mean? I I'm with Thomas. Like I, I understand it more because I am on a Saturday morning talking about Jesus because a year ago I went in prayer and said, Jesus, I don't, what is going on? I don't mm -hmm. know. I need to know you more. Are you real? God puts things in my life and sure enough he is. So yes. it's the, Progressive realization yes. of God's will for us. Progressive realization. Jesus says, I'm the way. Let's just stop there. What do you mean I'm the way? Like, where are you looking to go? Yeah. Are you looking to be closer to God? It's through Jesus. Jesus paved, Jesus redeemed the world from the institution of sin. It happened. Now we can come boldly before the throne of grace and we don't got to carry that shame of our past. Yeah. People who have hurt you, people who you've hurt, you don't got to carry that no more. Jesus says, no. Give that to me because I will remember your sins no more. I don't, I don't remember them. How can you say that? That's God, of course you remember what I did. You know, God's saying, no, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not man. Man remembers. Mm. But through the blood of Jesus, it cleanses you. And you must appropriate that in your life. Even when it comes in your head, I used to, I used to deal with so much torment and mental anguish from my past. Mm. But every time it comes, I say, Jesus, 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 I pray, Jesus. And if I hurt somebody, you know, in my past, it's important. I pray for that person, you know, and if someone hurt me, I pray for them. But it's living the life of Christ. It's deciding within yourself more than anything that I'm going to dedicate my life to living by the principles of Jesus. It's a way, it's a, I said that on Facebook. The path to Jesus is a faith walk. Yeah. People don't get that. They think it's a logical walk, but it's a faith walk. Mm -hmm. Remember, Peter walked on water, right? We say Jesus walked on water, but Peter walked on water too. Peter had faith. The path to Jesus is a faith walk. You, not, you may not understand it fully, but you know it. Peter was done playing around too at that point. Yep. <laughs> he was exactly. When he but. said, tell me to walk, he, he was ready to die yep. or walk on water. Exactly. <laughs> and I think we got to come to that realization in our life that look, man, if Jesus is the way, if you, if you claim to be a Christian, live it, live it. That doesn't, I'm not talking about right or wrong. Yes. God wants you to live right. I'm talking about putting your trust in God. Yeah. Putting your trust in God. Yeah. You might deal with the advice. Maybe, maybe you smoke. That does, not, that does not mean you're not a Christian. That means you need to stop, even for yourself. You know, I smoked 15 years, and I, just, I stopped. I stopped years ago because I said, I'm done. Mm. I got this killing me. And I stopped. What we're talking about right now is, is the logical thing to talk about after the Christ because I'm looking at verse 12. Therefore, wherever you see a therefore in the Bible, underline it. <laughs> therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. This is exactly what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. All right. God works it in. When you pray from the heart, Jesus, come in, abide in me. Let me abide in you just as you abide in the Father and he in you. When you pray that, all right, God puts in our salvation. Now work out your salvation with yes. fear and trembling. That means go out and walk, faith walk. Okay, the walk means movement. That means living your life, doing the things that you do mm -hmm. with faith, okay, with Jesus at the center. Mm -hmm. This is the challenge. This is the calling. Our vocation is to know Jesus and serve him in everything we do. Um, 
for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. There are so many blessings along the way. We don't care if this podcast reaches three people. That's right. Ty, myself, and Cam, my daughter, <laughs> or three million. It doesn't matter because we trust and we know that God wants us here, has us here, and, and we're doing the right thing because Jesus mm. is at the center. Mm, I like that. Our vocation is to serve God. The definition of vocation is a strong feeling of suitability for a particular career or occupation. Oh, wow. Yeah, my sister is uh, studying at Duke University, a prestigious university, Duke Medicine, to be an occupational therapist. Mm. And she taught me, like, she's, uh, she's in her second year, and what she has to do is uh, she has to get people to do mock trials with people who have been through stuff. And I was like, hey, hey. I'm the guinea pig, you know, <laughs> I can give you a really good story because I've been through so much in my past. But she says, like, the occupational therapy is just like everything you do is an occupation. If you start to see it like that, ministry is an occupation. Serving God is an occupation. Being a father is an mm-hmm. occupation. You want to do it to the best of your abil- ability. You want to be as efficient as possible, mm. just like you're on a regular job. So occupational therapist breaks down uh, stuff that you're trying to do. Say you had a stroke, but you want to become the best you and you want to be able to put a shirt on properly. Mm. So occupation therapist will set, consider that as an occupation. They will break it down and they will help you to be able to do something like putting on a shirt. Mm. How much more is serving Christ an occupation? It's just not... It's just not something that leaps on us when, when something bad happens or when something good happens. When all your buddies say, hey, Ty, you want to go out drinking? We're going to the game. You want to have a beer? It's like, ah, do I want to have a beer? Yes, I do, but I better say no because I'm a Christian. What if I looked at it different? My occupation? Oh, because of my occupation? <laughs> it's like, no, no. It's just like you're asking, uh, you know, you've seen the movie Flight with Denzel Washington. <laughs> He's a drunk who flies the plane. The plane malfunctions. Oh, I got to see that. And this guy who's drunk, he's not too drunk, but he gets the idea. We got to invert the plane. So he flips the plane upside down. You got to, you never seen flight. No. Got to watch it soon. He inverts the plane and he lands the plane upside down. And of course, <laughs> he saves so many people, then it comes out his blood alcohol level was high. And so now <laughs> he was drunk. Yeah. And so, yeah. His occupation, in his occupation, he's not supposed to drink. His occupation requires it. How much ours? We're Christians. Our occupation is to love. Our occupation is to have humility. Our occupation are to be leaders. Leaders. We're spiritual leaders. We're lighthouses. Yeah. And look, we know Christians can drink. We know Jesus drank. This Christian can't drink because, you know, there's not enough. The fridge won't hold enough. <laughs> I just, I drink till there's none left. So I am sober, man. I haven't drank in 14 years next month god willing but um yeah so we know jesus drank but these christians can't <laughs> all right let's move on it's interesting uh philippians it's the only letter where paul doesn't spank him a little bit philippi was a settlement of mostly like military retirees it's named after alexander the great's father king philip um and it's a, re- uh, a it began as a settlement of roman military and he does not have anything bad to say them like <laughs> to say to them um, 
you know, they were getting it, they were getting on. And, and then we find the Christ hymn right in there. Um, and I also want to point out that Paul or any of the apostles, they didn't have it. They didn't have it all down. It wasn't easy for them. They still had anxiety, okay? Mm -hmm. I found it really interesting that Paul says in Philippians 4, don't be anxious about anything. And then I look back in Philippians 2, verse 28, he's asking for help so that he will have less anxiety, Mm -hmm. right? So he had it. He's not saying just, you know, be awesome, don't worry about anything. He's saying the way, to, the only way to do this is to to trust in Jesus. Nice, nice, and it's trusting in God is so important, and to realize your strengths along with your weaknesses. I mean, looking at Paul, the Apostle Paul, you know, you know, circumcised on the eighth day, tribe of what Benjamin, yep. you know, a Pharisee, a Pharisee of the Pharisees, but Paul says, "I consider everything I've been through nothing compared to Christ." That's big. So. We have to consider our own lives, stuff we go through, realizing that we have strengths. We have stuff that make us so special. You know, um, sometimes when I speak, I say, man, that sounded good because, you know, and I know how to I know how to reach people because honestly, because I'm anointed to do it for one. But Mm -hmm. for one, for two, I have. I'm not trying to talk about myself, but there's charisma involved here that I have. Yeah, oh, yeah, swagger, yeah, yeah. Come on. And uh, well, what I say is uh, I have to make sure that I keep that at bay sometimes when it comes to delivering the Word of God, mm. that I don't get caught into myself okay. as I preach because it's all about fruit. Uh, Les Brown said that. I listened to a Les Brown uh, uh, message Yesterday, he's my favorite motivational speaker. He was saying, like, man, if I deliver a message and no one's affected by it, I failed. Because this, the message that I deliver has to bear fruit to people because our job is to be leaders to, is, and to affect people. And the best way to affect people, to truly affect people, I feel, is to talk about Jesus. And there's a lot that I may say that I, I don't think it's being effective, but people are affected by God in different ways. When you say the word Jesus, when you talk about the life of Jesus, the word of Jesus, when you talk about living your life as a Christian, it affects people in the way that they need. That's the, that's, that is the, um, the strength of the word of God. Yeah, that's where God comes in and does the work, the Holy Spirit. And we know that, we trust that when we talk about it, it's not our words, we're just saying you all go to Jesus. Yeah. And that's why it says, I'm not ashamed. Romans one, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the power of God. So when we deliver the gospel, when you deliver the gospel to your loved ones, don't focus too much on, man, I want to make sure that I said that right. Mm -hmm. Just deliver the word, deliver Jesus, live this life for you. And what, especially you have, if, especially if you have, I feel, I feel God is saying this, especially if you have people who struggle with addictions and you wonder, what can I say to help them stop? You just deliver God's love to them. Let them know that God's lo- God loves them and let them know how special they are to God. From the heart. Yeah. Yeah. From the heart. And, and, you know, and just talk, just talk and allow them to talk. Yes. And keep on praying for them. I was telling my di- dad this just yesterday. I have a lot of friends who have died in addiction. We were talking about someone who died in addiction not too long ago. Me and Dave. Repeat. Yeah. 
I think the difference, um, I think the difference between uh, some people who have continued to live and some people who have died, honestly, is prayer. I, I know I was, through my addiction in the past, I had a praying mother mm. who prayed for me all the time. Well, he sure did. So it's very essential that you pray for your loved ones. You pray for your loved ones. And you realize that when God's going to bring them back, if you pray for them, God's going to protect them. Just know that. The prayer is probably the most humble thing we can do. I mean, That's right. If, if, it's, if it's trusting God, like we say, then, you know, do we believe that God is hearing our, our thoughts or our words in prayer? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. And that's what it's all about. It's all about understanding that when we pray to God, that he hears us. God says that. He said, if you pray anything in my name, I can guarantee you this. I hear you. And that's something that you can bank on. So you make sure that you keep on praying to God. You can really bank on it when you when you really come to understand what Ty just said. In my name, that means in his nature, who Jesus is. When you learn who he is by scripture, meditation, um, it leads into our application. Last week we talked about tell your story. Um, the challenge this week is to dive into this new de- definition of humility, mm-hmm. which being complete reliance or fear of the Lord. Discuss it with someone and consider what comes from this discussion. Nice, nice, nice. This week. It's essential that we do that. You know, get, put God to the test. God just really wants you to put put you or put him to the test. You know, and it's important that you can make you make a decision to grow in God. And, and I just think that's so important that we make that decision. What yeah. else we got? Long term, um, everybody has some form of yearly vision statement or goals or re- uh, what do they call New Year's resolutions? Mm-hmm. You know, everybody kind of thinks about it once a year. So just we have a family vision that's out of, um, uh, I forgot, we have it written down upstairs. Um, if you don't have one, start one. Oh, yeah. and make a note on your on your smartphone, a reminder for next year, a year from now, or a sticky note or however you remind yourself after a focused effort over a year's time, um, Trust God and, and with your life, mm-hmm. trust others and see if th- there's not a change in your riches and honor. Nice. As promised in the proverb. So you're saying that write the vision down, make it plain, like it says. In, that's it. Yeah. So that people who see it can run with it. And as a family, it's like, man, that's. Habakkuk. Yeah, yeah, Habakkuk. That's it, as a as part of humility is giving, giving your life to God and giving your family to God. So I think that's awesome. Make a decision today that you're going to write down a year. I'm going to do that. I don't do, I don't, I don't, I don't write down visions that far because it just scares me, but it's important that we do that. And then do the work, which is going to God. Mm -hmm. And then looking back, looking back over time to see how far you come. I was in the back, in my backyard, uh, cutting down trees and raking leaves, having to look back there. And I was like, wow, it looks better, mm. you know? And if, you know, if I would have known how much it was, I wouldn't have probably committed to it, but I started it and now I got to finish it. But it looks really good. Yeah, amen. I, I just did a stone path. I've wanted to lay a stone path for like 20 years. <laughs> it's just, and I have, I've had the opportunity at different places I've lived. I just haven't had the peace of mind nice. to actually do it. Nice. And I did it this week. Perfect, um, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? I think we're done. Yeah. 
our all hearts and minds. Uh, let's go ahead and pray out. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this lesson, God. We thank you, Lord, that we're going to experience the wages of humility, God, that we're going to see your peace, that we're going to see your glory, mm. that we're going to see your honor, Lord, and we're going to see the heavenly provision that you're going to uh, provide for us for just learning what humility is. Lord, we depend, we rely, and we trust you, on Jesus God. Christ. And we thank you for all that you've done in our life, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you're so blessed in yeah. God. And we thank you for all that you did. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.